0: Welcome to another
1: episode of Saturday the 14th. I'm Maddie. I'm Maggie. And we hope everyone had a lovely holiday season. Yeah. Did you have a good Christmas slash New Year? I did. Um, I got horribly sick about three days before Christmas, then I got better on Christmas Eve and it was a Christmas miracle. A
0: Christmas miracle. It was
1: actually mostly Costa Rican antibiotics. I think it's like azithromycin. Nice. Which is azithromycin in Spanish. I might have butchered that. I don't remember exactly because I (laughs) lost the packaging. But hey, it worked and it was beautiful. So thank you, Costa Rican Antibiotics.
0: The greatest
1: gift of all. They were.
0: How about you? Did you have a happy? Uh, Yeah, I did. I had a a mostly very good um, Christmas. My family came out here. We went to Disneyland two days after Christmas. And that's the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. I went two days before Christmas a couple years ago.
1: And it was raining. Mm. And we thought, you know, rain. Usually drives crowds away from Disneyland. Apparently that's not true two days before Christmas, so it was raining and completely packed out.
0: That sounds like hell. It was bad. Yeah. We were... It was good to find out once we were there that it was um, sold out for the day and so that we were literally there with the maximum number of other people (laughs) that we could have possibly been at Disney World with. Yeah, yikes. Disneyland, I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It was still fun. Um, Turns out Space Mountain is fun even if you have to wait in line for three hours for it. So... That's good. Yeah. It's a good ride. Still a great ride. It's such a good ride. Yeah, But anyway, enough about all that. We are not doing a Christmassy movie this week because we already did that. We are not, but the good thing about being on a nice little winter break from work
1: means that we have time to watch scary movies. Yes. Hooray. Well, in this case,
0: a not-so-scary movie. Yeah, this one was not very scary. Um, this week we watched the world's first Iranian vampire western film. Spaghetti western, specifically. Spaghetti western, yes. It was pretty fun. It was pretty cool. It's a very cool movie. It is. I read a... There was a quote... Um, um, in one of the things that I read about it where they they describe it as being like when you watch a movie and you just know that the person who made it is really cool and that's how I felt about oh, this Oh, that's movie. so true. I was just like, God,
1: like... I just want to be friends with her. Yeah. I also like that it's a movie written and directed
0: by a woman. I don't think we've done a movie written and directed by a woman. I was woman. thinking about that. I don't think that we have. So... Um, which is an oversight on our part. It is... Yeah, So, um, but enough beating around the bush. Uh, this week we are talking about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night by Anna-Lily Amapur, and it came out in 2014, so only a couple years old. It's, well, I guess, probably not quite five years old, because I assume it didn't come out literally on like January third 1st. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's about five years old, so it's a newer one. Uh, like I said, it was written and directed by Anna-Lily Amapur, uh, and it stars Sheila Vand, Arash Mirandi, Mojan Marno marshall manesh and dominic Reigns and masuka the cat the greatest cat actor in the entire world so chubby so sweet such a good patient boy so photogenic and like he made a lot of direct eye contact with that camera
1: i assume it's a boy in the movie it was a boy
0: i think it's a boy in real life too based on Masuka's Masuka's kind of a uh gender neutral name yeah it could go either way but i think i think it's a guy cool Um, a good little boy cat yeah oh my god he's so cute watch this movie just for this cat if you don't watch it for any other reason I mean Masuka
1: from the very beginning of the movie like I knew this was going to be one of my favorites because it just had a really hot guy carrying around a cat And like what else could you ask for from the opening of a movie that's all
0: I want is just Iranian James Dean with a very cute cat
1: and a great car yeah and then at some point the cute cat is in the cute car almost immediately with the cute boy
0: and the cute girl oh that's at the end but still, they're all cute, and they're all in that car. Exactly. It's unbelievable. Okay, uh, <laughs> so before we get into the plot, though. Yes. Uh, so this is another. This is maybe the lowest budget one that we've done so far. Well, I don't know. That might not be true. I think that maybe it's pretty um, clear which might be lower. But this one uh, is a little bit unique because it had a budget of fifty six thousand nine hundred and three dollars, all funded through Indiegogo. Indiegogo's great. Yeah,
1: it's kind of inspiring. Like it allows for the creation of like really creative brainchilds of people like Anna Emmmerhor, so that a studio probably never would have said yes to this, yeah, it's really specific, it is, and it wasn't like a huge box office hit, no, but it considering actually... how much money it was made for,
0: yeah. As it is, it made um, $628,000, which is not bad. No, and also, I mean, they got a licensing deal with Netflix because it was on Netflix for a
1: couple years. Now it's on Shudder.
0: Oh, yes, you're right. So I watched it through, I guess I still had to pay for it because I had Shudder and then got rid of Shudder. I also got rid of Shudder. I don't know if it's better now, but it was not that great at the time. I've heard people love it, though, so I don't know.
1: I know a lot of people love it. I love the idea of it. Yeah. I just barely watch anything outside of The Office on Netflix, <laughs> so I couldn't justify spending the $5 a month for maybe one movie. That's the thing, though. It is only $5, which is
0: super reasonable, but That's this true. is not an ad for Shutter. And if it was I would not have started it off by talking about how I didn't really like having a shutter subscription. I
1: liked having it. I just was not good at following through and actually watching things on it and yeah. I had so many subscriptions. I was like I'm canceling every single one of my subscriptions today and so I canceled so I canceled everything except for like Netflix, Spotify and Hulu.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I um I really like niche streaming services. I think that they're really interesting. I was devastated when Filmstruck went under like Mm -hmm. if anybody else wants to start for me specifically a streaming service where you can watch romantic comedies from the 1930s that is all that i wanted and i had it super briefly in filmstruck and it was incredible and it's gone forever from me now r.i.p. r.i.p gone too soon all right so as we mentioned this does start with some incredible cat action
1: (sighs) yeah so first the movie is entirely in black and white yes and it opens to this hot guy in black and white who is Iranian mm-hmm. and he is petting a cat
0: and he no, picks up he's, he's waiting outside of a fence and then he looks over into the fence and then he goes inside and comes out like 30 seconds later and he is holding a cat you're right he steals that cat from somewhere else i did not
1: actually realize that he had stolen the cat i just thought he like saw his cat out and about and picked it up and like i think he steals it i think there's a good chance he steals it you're right
0: yeah I just was not a... Or maybe it's, like, a street cat. I don't know. But he goes and he gets this cat. So, anyway, hot guy gets a cat. (laughs) Great beginning to a movie. It's incredible. So he goes walking back to his car, um, and this little kid, like, runs after him, and he's like, hey, give me some money. And the guy's like, I told you I don't have any money. And they walk up to the guy's car, and it's amazing. I don't know what kind of car it is. It's,
1: like, a 1950s American, like, badass
0: car. It's so pretty. Um, And
1: the kid's, like... But you have this car. You clearly have money. Mm -hmm. And then the guy who's Arash, which is also his real name. Yeah. um, He says something like how he had to work over 2,000 days in order to buy this car.
0: Yeah, which is something because that's like six years. And he does not look old enough to have been working for six years. Apparently, he was like 25 when he made this movie. So makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. it's doable. And so um, he takes this car and the cat and he
1: drives home to see his father, who we get to see... um, Sticking a needle between his toes. Yeah,
0: his father Hussein is like a severe heroin addict.
1: Like very bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's he comes in and his dad is there and his dad's um, dealer comes in. His dad's dealer's name is Said and he's this unbearable macho man who has the word sex tattooed across his Adam's apple, which is a power move.
1: He has a bunch of other interesting tattoos. My favorite is the Pac-Man going down the side of his neck. Um, <laughs> though the sex across the Adam apple is a close follow-up. He also has this really weird mustache that like... It's like a handlebar mustache, but the top part's gone. It starts like right above like the corners of
0: his lips. It's so gross. It's really weird It's so disgusting.
1: This whole like guy
0: is just like... Slimy. He's awful. And he's also a dick because he's like, oh, when are you going to pay me? And his the, the, um, and Arash is like, well, like, I already gave you some the other day. And he's like, well, you don't even know how much your father owes me. Like, it's so much.
1: Yeah. And at some point, his father's like, oh, I'll pay you next week. And Saeed says, oh, but you're a junkie. How am I supposed to trust you? And then Arash is like, well, who's the
0: one who made him a junkie? And that was a good line. Good point, Arash. Yeah. Um, But instead of just leaving them alone, he takes the keys to Arash's car. But
1: not until after he, like, picks up the cat and is, like, seemingly threatening the cat. Yeah, it's really weird. He's like, is this a
0: boy cat or a girl cat?
1: And then, like, picks the cat up, like, looks between its legs, and he's like, hello, Mr. Cat. Can you even tell that?
0: Yeah. Okay. Cats have balls. Oh, I didn't think about that. That makes sense. (laughs) So he's, like, talking about this cat, and he's like, he's super fun! He's super fun! And he's, like, super unhinged and scary. But he just he just takes the, the Yeah, card. but the
1: cat just proves his acting chops here, where well, he just, like, is held. Yeah, he's, he's like, this is okay. Yeah, very, very patient cat. Doesn't care. Good job, Mr.
0: Cat. And this is not a big Hollywood cat. No. This is an Indiegogo cat.
1: It's a indie movie, Vice movie, Masuka yeah. cat.
0: Yeah. And he's amazing. He is. Um, So, obviously, Arash is super bummed that this guy just stole his car that he worked over 2,000 days for. Yeah. Um, He's pretty pissed off about that.
1: So, he he goes into, like, the alley to watch this guy drive off of this car. And then he gets really angry and punches his hand against a wall. And, like, really messes it up. And he goes inside and is icing it. But you can see it's super bruised. Yeah. Which is pretty cool to be able to tell that something's super bruised in black and white. Like, the makeup artist did a really good job. Props to them. Um... But the next day, we see Arash, who is working at this huge mansion, and we never actually see his direct employers, but we see the daughter of his employers, who's, yeah. like, supposed to be a spoiled princess type. Yeah, she just got a nose job. Yeah, so she, so has, she has the, the bandage on. And uh, she's actually referred to as, like, the princess in the credits. They have her name. So almost all the characters in here have, like, a title to go with their name. Yeah. So Arash doesn't, um, but, like, the drug dealer, I think his is the pimp.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Hussein's is uh, the junkie so on and so forth but she's the princess
0: yeah and she's like lying on her bed and he's supposed to be fixing her um television yeah he, she's gardening and she's like no you need to come fix something in my bedroom and so he does yeah and so while he's doing that he notices this like pair of diamond earrings on her um dresser and he's like he turns around and he's like listen are you gonna be here for a long time because like this is gonna take a while for me to fix and she's like well just fix it who cares
1: and he makes an excuse about how um, he's worried that her parents will feel uncomfortable if she's alone in her room with a boy for an extended period of time. Because it wouldn't be appropriate. Yeah. And she's like, you're such a gentleman, and then leaves the room.
0: Yeah. And he's like, thank you for these earrings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about your honor at all. Goodbye. So much of a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Then we see Saeed, who is the pimp and the drug dealer, and we see him with um, the woman who works for him, a sex worker named Ati, who is um, a great actress. I really liked her in this. I thought thought she was was really good. Yeah. And he's like giving her shit because she shows up and she gives him the money, and he's like, How old are you? And she's like, Well, I'm 30. Or I'm going to be 30. And he's like, oh, like, you know, don't you want to have kids someday? Like, most women want to have kids. And she's like, can you just give me my money so that I can go? And he's like, you're light, so you can't have, like, whatever. Um, and she, like, takes his hand and sucks his finger, which is disgusting. Because I couldn't help thinking about, like, what that man's hands probably oh, taste like. Which is probably, like, think about that, disgusting. And I'm really happy I did not picture that. Like, that. money and hand sweat. Like in your mouth, like you know he doesn't wash his hands enough. Anyway,
1: yeah. Ugh. And then, um, in order to try and convince him to get the money, she ends up going down on him in the car. Mm-hmm. But then he like looks at the back window and he thinks he sees someone for a second or he yeah. hears something he sees, he, like, he, like a freak black
0: out. outline standing yeah. in the distance.
1: And so he makes her stop and, like, kicks her out of the car. And by kicks her out of the car, I mean... Literally. Like, drags her out of the passenger side of the car when she refuses to get out because she wants her money.
0: Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you're late. You have to go. And he, like, takes it and drives off.
1: After that, it just cuts to a scene of um, this new woman who we have not met yet.
0: Yeah, but she's in, like, a little studio apartment. It's, like, very cool. She has a cool
1: striped shirt on and she's just, like, dancing to some cool kind of techno-y music.
0: Yeah, she looks like she belongs in, like, a 1960s French New Wave movie. She does. She's got, like, the bob haircut and, like, the stripy shirt. With, like, the boat neck. Yeah. yeah. She's
1: super cute. And she also puts on makeup while, like, dancing, kind of. Like, a lot of eyeliner and a lot of lipstick. Yeah.
0: And so she looks very cool and I want to be her best friend. Yeah. Oh, she's 100% super cool looking. She's so cool. Um, and so she's walking... Then she goes walking down the street and she's wearing a chatter, which is the... Um, Chudder? Chudder. She's wearing a cheddar, which is like the uh, long, like a black robe, basically, with like a, a head. It's like a long veil, essentially. It's um,
1: it's a kind of a traditional piece that is a head covering and partial body covering, yeah. commonly worn by Muslim women.
0: Right. Like, you can see her shirt underneath it, but like her hair is covered and it goes like down to the ground. Yeah, and you can see her face, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looks... Super intense, and I love it. Oh my god, she looks. So cool. <laughs> it's such a cool cast, and she's wearing uh, like
1: skinny jeans and like Toms or something. Yeah, like that. so she looks like
0: very modern, but also kind of like timeless, and it's really, really interesting, really cool costuming choice. Um, and so um, she's walking down the street, and she passes by Saeed because mm-hmm. she's clearly like kind of stalking him.
1: Yeah, and he originally ignores her, and like turns around, and she's like staring at him. He's kind of interested, and he mm-hmm. walks up to her. And uh, invites her back to his
0: place. And she's like, okay. And they don't say anything. Like, she doesn't say anything. No, she doesn't say a word. She barely says anything in this whole movie. Um, And they go to his place, and he, like, walks in. There's, like, drugs and shit all over his table. He's just, like, doing a ton of lines in front of her. Like, he doesn't even... And she's like, like, I don't do cocaine. Um, But I feel like there's a courtesy level where, like... If you're going to sit down and do like 3 lines of cocaine and you have a date over, like offer them the cocaine. Um he did. Eventually, it takes him like 10 minutes to offer her it some does. cocaine. He like he's like lifting weights and weird shit. First. Yeah, he
1: he like does a couple lines and then he goes and he like picks up these weights and stares at her just while lifting them. Like real weird seduction. It's to the me. weirdest
0: courtship I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's life. looking
1: super fly. He's wearing a tracksuit with a tiger
0: on the back. He's got like a ton of gold chains around his neck. One of which has a giant tiger pendant on it. There's like tiger art all over the yeah, place. Yeah, he has a,
1: a picture on the wall that's a tiger and a blanket over his couch that's a tiger. It's and a lot he happening. unzips his tracksuit and he's not wearing anything underneath it. He has a huge tiger on his stomach. There's just a lot of tiger
0: imagery. A lot of tigers happening. And she's like, just staring at him. She's like, what the fuck? Well, first she was staring at the fish. She was really yes, into his aquarium at first. <laughs> he comes out <laughs> and the first thing he does is tap the fish tank. Which is like, you're an asshole, dude. Come on. Um, but so he offers
1: a line to her and she d- just doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then she walks into like, closer to his kitchen-y dining roomy area and there's a drum set there and she like, taps on a symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and ends up... S- He's like, dancing for her. Yeah. It's really weird. And then she ends up taking his finger and starting to put it in her mouth and then she looks... No, no, like-
0: she pops her fangs out first.
1: Well, it, it looks, she was like, starting to and then she looked at him and she's like, Fangs! I don't know.
0: Because at first, because he's, like, into it and in a weird way. He's like, ooh. Yeah, he's, ooh. like, into the fangs. And then she, like, grabs his finger and puts it in his mouth again. Stop touching this man's, like, stop licking this man's hands. So I do think it's really funny that, like, if you are on
1: a date with a woman, let's say, or a woman comes back to your place, and she pops
0: out fangs. I have the first, not said a word so far. Is the first thing you want to do, stick your finger in her mouth? If you're him, yes. Because apparently Said loves getting his fingers licked on. I don't get it. It's so The good gross. news is it was
1: probably clean from what Addie did. It oh. <laughs> 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 um
0: it doesn't go as well this time around, uh, because she bites his finger off. <laughs> oh, it's great. I think it goes very well. It goes well for her, it doesn't go well for him. And he's like screaming and freaking out, obviously. And then she kills him. Yeah, she just like rips his throat out. Yep. And then um, and then Arash gets there because he's like, hey, give me my shit back. I do want to say
1: that this girl, who is never named in the movie, mm-hmm. wears a white shirt with black stripes on it every single day. There's never a spot of blood on it. No, she's very fastidious. She is.
0: She's like a very clean eater. It's incredible. I'm not even that clean. I can't eat ramen without spilling it all the way down my I can't eat anything without spilling it down my own. No. But so, she can. Yep. And she can eat a whole person
1: yeah, as Maggie said, um, Arash does come, he wants to exchange the diamond earrings for his car.
0: So yeah, so he's like, maybe he'll take these two small earrings in exchange for the whole car, which I don't know. I don't think that would have worked for him. And he's like calling,
1: trying to get in. And obviously Saeed's not answering because he's in the process of being murdered.
0: Right. And then she's just like cruising around his apartment, like... Stealing shit. Looking at stuff, taking his jewelry. Taking his watch off of his body. yeah. I mean, I guess once you've ripped out a guy's throat, it's like, what's a watch, you know? Yeah. Why not take it? Um, So she packs up and she goes out and they kind of pass each other as Arash sort of walks by her into the building and they kind of give each other a look, but they don't talk to each other. Yeah. And then Arash goes inside and finds Saeed's dead body in there.
1: (laughs) And she definitely had either like smeared lipstick or smeared blood on her face. Yeah. I'm not sure which. I would
0: assume blood probably, right? That's what I would assume, but um, Arash
1: really didn't... React to the fact that she had blood on no, her like face? No, it's like he didn't...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was very weird. That was weird. why I was thinking
1: maybe it was supposed to be lipstick.
0: Yeah. Although, to be honest, I make so little eye contact with my neighbors that honestly someone could come into our building with blood all over their face and I would be like, oh, they must live downstairs. I don't know them. <laughs> but uh,
1: anyway, Arash goes into the place, finds Saeed dead, and he's like, I guess all, these, all this drugs
0: and all this money is uh, mine now. Yeah, he just takes them. He's like, all right, well, I don't like my other weird job anyway. I'm just going to be a drug dealer now. Yeah, so uh, he ends up
1: quitting his job for Shada, which is the spoiled daughter's name.
0: Yeah. And then on her way home, uh, the vampire stops by to visit our little boyfriend from earlier, the kid who was asking for money from uh, Arash. And she's like, are you a good boy? And he's like, "Yes." yeah. And she's like, are you a good boy? And he's like. Yes, and she, like, pops her fangs out, and her voice gets, like, really growly, and she's like, I'll ask you one more time. Are you a good boy, or have you ever done anything wrong?
1: Is this the first time she talks in the movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: It actually kind of reminded me of the scene in Silent Night, Deadly Night, where he's like, have you been good all year long?
1: It reminded me of that, too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, People grilling
1: kids about whether or not they're good, man.
0: And finally, he's like, I guess I've done some stuff wrong, and she's like... I could pop your eyeballs out and feed them to dogs and he's like, what's happening? So we've heard her scare tactics work. Oh my God, he runs away and she steals his skateboard. <laughs> and then just skateboards around for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's amazing because it's like the most frightening we ever see her be at any point other than when she's like literally eating yeah, people like wh- it's the most intense. I thought that was scarier than any time she eats people. Yeah because I feel like the eating people is quick. Yeah. And you don't see her face.
1: No because um, her cheddar kind of acts like a cape and yeah. covers everything up so you don't yeah. actually see anything she does.
0: Yeah but in this one you kind of see most of it although when she really starts to get like grumbly you don't see her full face but still you're like wow that's fucking terrifying and then it's just so that she can take this kid's skateboard away from him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also get
1: some shots of Hossein um, going through some withdrawals, yeah. not having a good time. Yeah,
0: because now his he's, connection is dead and his other connection is his son who doesn't want him to be yeah. on drugs. And he's on so. the how like he's sick and he needs his medicine. That's yeah. what he keeps saying. Yeah. Um, but instead of doing that, Arash decides to take his drug dealing elsewhere and he goes to a party. And he goes dressed up as Dracula. Which is amazing. And it's funny
1: because he puts on, like, a ton of black eyeliner underneath his eyes. Yeah. And it's actually very similar to the eye makeup that the girl wore w- yeah. when she killed Saeed.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a very similar look, and it makes me really, really happy. It's pretty great. And so he's there, and he's, like, looking all handsome. And uh, he ends up selling some ecstasy to
1: Shada, the girl. And she's like, oh, is this your new job? And he's like, yeah. Um, and her friend in a skeleton costume, who is actually played by the writer and director. Yes, that is Anna Liliamapour. Yep. And uh, Shada convinces him to take one with her as
0: well. Yeah. She's like, this pill is nothing without your mouth or whatever. I don't know. Like she's says like, really weird shit. Yeah. And he's like, cool, this girl is into me. But she's not No, he takes it <laughs> and he gets like real fucked
1: up and he yeah. ends up trying to kiss her and she's like, nah.
0: Yeah, he's just that guy who's just like standing in one place for the whole party, which is never a good sign. Like mm-hmm. that guy's never having a good time.
1: And so he leaves the party and tries to get home and ends up lost and he's just standing on the sidewalk <laughs> staring at a streetlight in costume. And they
0: do this cool effect with the with the camera moving. The way that they use like lenses and the, the way that they pull focus and stuff is pretty cool in this movie. And so they kind of the, by the way that they shoot it, the camera warps the size and shape of the light. So it's sort of like you're seeing it through his weird fucked up brain. Yeah. Which is really cool.
1: A lot of these scenes either have, like, Dutch angles or have, like, yeah. a slight fisheye effect and stuff like that. It's yeah. pretty cool how they just, like, mess with it all a little bit. Yeah. And it's not super obvious, I think, and partially because it's in black and white. And it's a very, like, high contrast black and white, too.
0: Yeah, it's very intense. It's it's super, super interesting. It's, it's beautifully, beautifully shot. It is gorgeous. Um, and so yeah so he is standing there and she comes along the girl the girl comes along and they kind of look the same because he's wearing this long black Dracula cape and she's wearing the chatter and um, they sort of mirror each other almost and he's like where am I I'm really lost like I'm not gonna hurt you and she's like you're in bad city He's and he's like,
1: like, but I live in Bad City, and this doesn't look like where I live. Which
0: it doesn't. It, no. It's like a very... Um, like suburban looking area. Yeah. Yeah. And in other scenes of Bad City, we've seen that, like, like when he he takes Saeed's body and dumps it, and he dumps it in a ravine that's just full of other bodies, which we see earlier in the movie as well. So, like, Bad City has been established to be, like, a bad, bad place, and this looks very domestic and kind of sweet. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not gonna hurt you. Like, it's okay, don't be scared. And he takes her hand and he's like, oh, you're so cold, which duh, she's a vampire. But, but he's he super fucked up, that. and he doesn't know that. And so he just hugs her, which is, like, an alarming well, thing to do to a stranger. Is, but he doesn't
1: just hug her. He takes,
0: like, a section of his cape and wraps it around her to keep her warm. It's really sweet, but also, like, if a man did that to you on the oh, street, be you'd pissed. be like, pepper spray forever! Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, but she kind of digs it. Yeah, she's into it. So he's like, there's got to be somewhere around that we can just sit. And so then he just decides to sit down on the sidewalk.
1: And by sit, I mean just lay down. He sort of just
0: plops. And she's like, well, you can't sit here, but my place is close by, and we can sit there. And
1: he's like that sounds good, but I can't walk. Like, I need to sit. And so then, and this is so great, he sits on the skateboard and she just
0: pushes his home because he's, like, still super fucked up. It's really cute because, like, she looks so put together and, like, crisp and beautiful, and he looks like such a floppy, sweaty mess, and she's just, like, wheeling his sorry ass on home to her apartment.
1: And And so...
0: So they get back, and
1: he's just, like, sitting on the bed, and she puts on music... And then there's, this, like, this weird, like, five-minute-long scene.
0: Yeah, he's still tripping, so he, like, spins her disco ball that she has in the middle of the room, Oh, that was which hilarious. Which is really cool. He just
1: got up, and he puts his hands and he spins it. All these lights are flying, and I was like, that is so He's like, silly. it's
0: incredible. Oh, I loved that. And she's like, okay. And
1: then he just slowly walks over to her. And she's facing the record player, and he stands behind her,
0: facing her. And it takes about a full minute for her to turn around Dude, if you were over at somebody's place for, like, the first time and that scene happened, I would be like, what are you doing? Are you going to turn around? Are you leaving? Like, what is happening? Oh, my God. It was so weird. It takes weird. so long. And then there's this weird scene of her, like, pushing up his
1: head. Like, she is thinking about eating him, but then decides against it, so she lays her head on his chest, and it's, like, a really beautifully shot scene. Yeah,
0: it's really sweet.
1: But it's, like, a, really, like, a three or four or five minute long scene of just all from the same angle of these two people, like, interacting with each other. Yeah. Beautiful, but very long. Yeah.
0: That's how I would describe this movie in general.
1: I, actually, that's true. Yeah. A beautiful, long movie where not that much happens, but it's really gorgeous, and the things that do happen are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then he stays over. (laughs) He does. And uh, he goes home, and his dad's like, where were you? Because his dad's really lucid right now, which is great. He's talking about how he met a girl, but he doesn't know her name or her family or anything about her. His dad just gives him shit for it. Which I thought was
0: so funny because he's like, oh, does she come from a good family? Or, like, you don't even know that. I'm like, okay, you are addicted to heroin, and your main relationship is with a sex worker who you are paying to spend time with you. So, like... Lay off your son. (laughs) Let him go be with his weird vampire girlfriend. Yeah. So the following night, um, Addie,
1: who is the sex worker who works for Saeed, is followed by the woman to her apartment.
0: Yeah. And she stops her outside and she's like, why are you following me? Like, what do you want? She doesn't say anything. She just holds out all the jewelry she yes. stole from Saeed. Yes, that's what it is. And she's like, oh, shit. Okay, I recognize that. She recognizes that. the yeah. stuff.
1: And she's like, you have to come with me so they go up to her apartment.
0: Yes. And they sit there and they talk, and they're, like, you know, kind of getting to know each other, even though the girl still isn't saying very much. But she's like, did you ever want to go anywhere, you know?
1: I mean, the girl's basically saying, like, "You, this is how you act, like, this is how you feel. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really feel that much anymore you don't remember it was like to feel desire. she's like how do you know all this shit and she's like I watch you like basically the girl admits to watching Addie like every single night
0: yeah she seems like she kind of watches everyone all the time
1: yeah which is creepy and she ends up leaving the house and instead of uh killing Addie or doing anything other than just being nice and giving Addie things worth money that she deserves yeah. she goes and she kills a random homeless man
0: which sucks yeah. for that homeless man because he didn't do anything wrong he was just there the next day a Rosh leaves a note, or, like, once she gets back to her apartment, Rosh has left a note on her door that's, like, meet me at the um, power plant at 10 p.m. And she's, like, okay, I'll go. And so they meet up at the power plant, which is a very cool scene because oh, there's, pretty. like, this huge-ass like power plant in the background and then like his car is parked in front there and like she just walks over
1: and everything's like really nicely backlit yeah and he pulls out some fast food from his car for He brought her a
0: hamburger and
1: she doesn't eat it and he's like but i thought everyone likes hamburgers (laughs) like i don't know anyone
0: who doesn't like hamburgers (laughs) it's adorable and and she's like you don't know me at all and he's like obviously we just met and then he he just doesn't care,
1: and no. he gives her the earrings. He's like, I know one thing about you; it's that your ears aren't pierced, and so she gives him a safety pin. He's like, Are, are, are you sure about this? She's like, Yeah. So he does the whole like lighter trick where you do sanitize it, or where you sanitize it with a lighter, which and
0: does not actually work. Does it not? <laughs> no, you can't just light something it's on fine. fire She's dead and then anyway. it's yeah. But like, don't do that if you're gonna pierce your own ears. Go to a <laughs> professional. <laughs>
1: um, and so he. And piercing one ear and putting the earring for it but she like reacts and kind of hisses and like turns away. She gets bangs out. Her fangs come out and she reacts and he's like I don't have to do the other one like it's fine. Then she turns back and she like forces him to do the other one. But it's much easier the second time.
0: It's very interesting. It's like she lets him bite her instead of her biting him.
1: It's cute. I mean there are two needles that poke in. Yeah. And like the two teeth that would have poked into him. Yeah. I don't
0: know. But instead, she gets some fancy earrings, and they talk about how the last song that she listened to was Hello by Lionel Richie, which is interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very sad songs, because sometimes you need a
0: sad song, as he says. Yeah. And so he goes in to kiss her, and again, she's like, no. No. And she's like, "Well, you
1: don't know all the bad things I've done." He's like, "I've done bad things too." Yeah, and tries to kiss her again. She just like like leaves. Yeah, she
0: just walks off, and he's like, "Fucking bummer, dude."
1: And there's this weird line he says about like, if there was a storm behind those mountains coming, would you like would anything change? And then she just keeps walking. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like if the world was ending, like would you kiss me? Yeah,
0: Um, and she's like, "The answer is no." Later, (laughs) gotta go. (laughs) Um. And so, back at home... Well, he ends up walking home yeah. to very sad piano music. It's so sad. He's so sad. He's the saddest boy. Like, he
1: was just rejected
0: by two women in two nights. It's been a weird week for Arash. One,
1: like, a spoiled princess, one a vampire. Complicated. Like, just go for, like, a normal person. Yeah,
0: just meet a cute girl. He's a very handsome guy. yeah. Not everyone has to be your vampire girlfriend, you know?
1: Yeah, or, like, the girl whose family used to employ you that you yeah. just sold ecstasy to. Yeah, who like, you
0: know is not a nice person.
1: Yeah, she's never been nice to you. No. Just find someone who isn't a
0: vampire and maybe is nice sometimes. It seems like simple instructions, but he cannot seem to accomplish that. Um, so he goes home where his father is freaking the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Because his
0: father is going through serious withdrawals and thinks that the cat is the reincarnation of his dead wife. Because the eyes. Yeah, he says the eyes are the same. So he's just, like, smashing their wedding pictures and, like, all of the photos of her and everything.
1: Yeah, and Arash is pissed. I will say the only good thing, not the only good thing about the scene, but the best thing about this scene is you get a lot of close-ups of really pretty cat eyes. Yeah. Because this is a gorgeous
0: cat. It is a beautiful cat. And it has nice eyes. It's a
1: very chubby cat.
0: Oh, so chubby
1: a very cute very patient very nice cat with very pretty eyes
0: but also yeah but the scene itself is very intense and so Arash is like you need to stop doing this like what are you doing what's wrong with you and he's like I'm sick I'm sick what am I supposed to do and he goes well you're supposed to be my father which is like oh shit um, and so they get into this huge fight, and he's like, I'm sick and I need my medicine. And so Rosh goes into another room, and he comes back with, I think, ha- packets of heroin, yeah. right? And money. Yeah. And he just throws them at his dad. And he's like, oh, you need your, your medicine. Here you go. Here you go. Get out of my house. Don't ever come back. You can have your medicine, but you have to fucking leave. Yeah. And so his dad's like, okay. And he's like, oh, take, take the cat with you. I don't want it anymore. Which is like, oh what'd that cat do to you? He just had a bad day. Yeah. You know. Not a good reason to ditch your cat, though. It's fine. He gets it back. Yeah. Hossein is like, okay, well, I'm going to go see Atti and see what's up with her. And so he goes over there, and they're like, he's like, well, I want to talk, and then you have to dance for me. And, and so she
1: starts dancing all sexy. She's in, like, lingerie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he wants her to do heroin with him. And she's like,
0: no, I'm good.
1: We're yeah. not going to do that. And he's like, oh, yes, you are. And he takes her hands and ties them together with a belt and then forces the heroin into her arm.
0: Yeah, and then he does heroin as well, and he curls up next to her, and the cat sees the whole thing. Yeah. And somehow, the cat communicates that to the girl. I don't I didn't realize that was happening Well, it's because, like, the cat's, like, there's a close-up on the cat's face, and then the girl is like, what? And then, like, shows up at their place. So I guess that must be, or maybe it's just because she watches Ati.
1: It could be that. I was thinking also maybe she has some sort of connection to Ati. Yeah, maybe. Instead of the cat. Um, but something happens, and she's, like, alerted and, like, realizes something's wrong with Ati. Mm-hmm. And so she goes and she, like, bursts into the apartment and rips Hussein off the bed. And, and just destroys him. Kills him. Yeah. Very violently.
0: Yeah. And so Ati wakes up. After a little while, she kind of comes around because yeah. all this crazy shit is happening to her, and so she's like back on her feet, and she's like, okay, well, we need to get rid of that body, and so
1: the two of them drag the body out to like an alley of some sort. Um, but the little kid that the girl had threatened is watching from a window on like the second floor.
0: Yeah. After they go back and they're back at the um, at Ati's apartment, she's like, just take the cat and go. You need to go. You should go. And so she takes the cat. And she's like, later. And the next morning, um,
1: that same little boy grabs Arash and drags him to his dad's dead body. And
0: he's understandably very upset about it. I think it's very understandable. Yeah, Yeah. because he feels like he he was responsible because he kicked him out. And then he died on the street. He gave him the heroin. And then I think he assumes he died of a heroin overdose. And he's like, what did you see? What did you see? Well, it was pretty bloody. Oh, that's true. You're right. But he thinks that he left him out on the something street.
1: Heroin related, likely. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so he's like, What did you see? What did you see? And the kid kind of doesn't. The kid refuses tell him to anything. answer.
1: And I think uh, the woman
0: threatening the kid worked pretty well. Yeah. In her favor. Not yeah. just for a skateboard, but also to not be found out. True. And so he's like, All right, I can't deal with this. He runs to the girl's apartment and is like, We need to go. I just need to go somewhere else. We could just go anywhere. He's like, We'll do whatever. We'll go wherever. And she's like, Okay, sure. Let's do it. I don't care. And then the cat comes in.
1: Yeah, and so he realized, like, something is fucking up. I don't know if he realizes exactly that she killed her dad, or if he, she just knows that she was involved somehow, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so they have, like, this long drive, and they leave together, and they, they're driving off into the distance. And he's in
1: the driver's seat, she's in the passenger seat, and the cat is in the back seat between them, <laughs> yeah. and it's a really cute shot.
0: It's adorable. Um, but he pulls over on the side of the road, and he's freaking out, and he gets out, and, you know, he can tell that she either killed him or was involved with killing him or something like that. And I think he kind of puts it together like she was at Saeed's place as yeah. well. And, um, and so he goes out and he just sort of walks around in the, in the outside for a while. And she's kind of watching him, like trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he comes back to the car and he puts in a mixtape.
1: And drives off. And drives
0: off. And it is it is seriously the cutest picture because it's just... The little cat is right between them just it's, watching everything. It's so
1: cute. It's, like, at shoulder height oh because, um like, it's on the top of the back seat. Mm-hmm. And it's just really nice.
0: It's so cute. That is the cutest cat.
1: Happy ending for the vampire. Happy ending for the cat. Not so happy ending for Arash, but... I mean,
0: not a happy ending for Arash, but maybe a new beginning for Arash?
1: I mean, also, he doesn't have, like, a violent drug-addicted father to take care of anymore, which will probably make his life a little bit easier. That's true. Because, like, all of his money was going to pay for his father's
0: drug addiction. That's true. And, like, it does suck. But also his dad was clearly not a great guy because he fucking injected Ati with heroin against her will, which is, like, don't do that shit. Yeah. That's, like, the worst thing. Yep. That's so already hopefully- a bad enough drug on its own so
1: hopefully living with his new vampire girl he learns to
0: have a nice happy life hopefully outside of bad city yeah I mean we'll see well, well we won't we'll never find out
1: no but we can think about it yeah imagine the life <sighs> of the
0: three of them I hope it's nice me too hope they have a good life all right, so I think a lot of what makes this movie interesting is the background of the person who made it, who is Anna Lily Amapour.
1: Yeah, it seems like she took a lot of inspiration from her own life and her heritage and everything, and brought it into this movie in a really fun, creative way.
0: Yeah, so she's British-born. Um, her family moved to the U.S. when she was a kid, and she lived in Miami, Florida, and then in Bakersfield, California, um, which is actually where this movie was shot.
1: Which is like kind of a
0: odd place to shoot this. I don't yeah. Know. Well, so she's from, she's of Iranian descent, and her family is Iranian. And this field is just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, (laughs) but it does have, like, you see a lot of, like, the oil pumps in the movie, and it's sort of, that's kind of interesting. It does have that, like, more deserted feel, but also, like, a bit more of a residential feel. Um, And apparently this is, like, a thing that a lot of people asked her about. Because in one of the interviews I read, she was like, oh, my God, it's just where we shot it. That's just where we were. We weren't in Iran, so we couldn't shoot it there. <laughs> we were in Bakersfield, so we did it like that. Um, but she pointed out that, like, you know, America is a country of immigrants, and there are a ton of people from a ton of different cultures, especially in California.
1: It's also never explicitly stated that the movie takes place in Iran.
0: Yeah, not really. It's just in the city called Bad City. Yeah, where everyone speaks Farsi. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you would assume that it's in Iran, but no one ever says it, really. Yeah. And she pointed out that, like, you have movies with... I, like, I think that what throws people off is the fact that they are speaking Farsi in the whole movie and that everyone in the cast is Iranian. so I they're mean, like, oh,
1: it must be... All I knew about the movie was the title, the fact it was in black and white, and the fact that it was... that they spoke Farsi in it. Yeah. And I assumed because of that that it was a foreign movie, because yeah. you very rarely see American-made movies that are made in a foreign language film on, like, a lower budget.
0: Yeah, especially not one that's entirely in another language. Yeah. Like, she pointed out that, like, in The Godfather, people speak Italian and stuff like that, which is true, but the whole movie is not in Or Inglorious
1: Bastards is yeah. um, part of it in German, part of it is in French.
0: Yeah, but in this movie it's like, it's not like additional dialogue. No, like every word of It's the whole it. movie is in Farsi. Um, which is, I thought, really, really cool and it's something that, yeah, we don't see a lot of in American cinema but it's something that I think that we should see more of because yeah. why not, you know? Diversify American cinema, more like foreign it. language films. Um, but, you know, I mean, she lived in Bakersfield and she pointed out that in... Um, like Sergio Leone's spaghetti westerns, you see stuff that is supposed to look like the American West, but is actually set in Spain or Italy. And I think this movie has a lot of a Western feel to it.
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, it starts with the opening credits. I mean, even the font is very westerny. The yeah. Music, like there's a lot of Western inspired um, shots and music pairings. Yeah. I
0: and it's interesting because I think the opening song is in Farsi as well, but it has, like, a very Tom Waits vibe to it. Like, it's very, like, raspy and sort of... So it's this kind of interesting, like, melding of things that you're used to seeing in, like, American, like, English language indie movies versus something that you're more used to seeing in foreign film. And I feel
1: like it was definitely a risk to, to mash up, like multiple genres because it's a vampire movie it's a western it's kind of like film noir-esque yeah it's ways. like a romance sort and of. it's also all in farsi yeah so that's just a lot of different things going on and it could have turned out badly but it turned out really well i think
0: yeah i mean i think it, it, this is not like one of the more traditional horror movies we've done and it's not like scary in a lot of scenes to be honest there's a lot of tension but it's not like
1: it's not like there aren't any jump scares yeah
0: exactly you're not going to have a hard time falling asleep no you like know what's going to happen and it feels like she referred to it as an Iranian fairy tale and it does feel like a fairy tale in a lot of places Um, but I think that it works very well and I think it's sort of a testament to just making the movie you want to make you know like it doesn't have to fit into a box you want to make like a movie about a and An Iranian she, vampire girl who kills drug dealers? Go for it. Yeah, and she really likes vampires, and she wanted to make a vampire movie. Yeah, she talks a lot about in a lot of the interviews that she's done about this, um, about how she just has always liked them. She said she got into Anne Rice when she was a kid. She liked the stat. Um, she attributes it to not liking death and being afraid of the idea of death,
1: which I think is I was is watching very valid. this and thinking about if I became, a, would I be happy to be a vampire today? I think the answer is yes.
0: You can go outside during the day, though. You're saying I couldn't
1: if I was a vampire. No.
0: That's okay with me. You couldn't eat garlic. Oh, maybe not. I would not be able to do that.
1: I did read one book when I was a kid that said you can eat garlic, you just can't eat paprika. And I
0: liked that better. I'd be okay with that. I like paprika, but, like, garlic I I could not do without.
1: Well, I was just thinking about the idea. Well, you also don't crave it. You don't eat regular food. You eat blood.
0: I think I would still crave garlic. I really like garlic. (laughs) Can you drink the blood of someone who just ate a lot of garlic? I would just wait outside Italian restaurants.
1: That sounds like the right thing to
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. That's my plan.
1: I was more thinking about the, like, living forever at this age in the state of my life. I
0: think that'd be a bummer, though. Yeah? No, I feel like late 20s is where it's at. Yeah, it's where it's at for, like, maybe 100 years. But then you just have to keep going. And you just get weird and out of touch. I'm already weird and out of touch. What would I do in 150 years? Maybe well, it would circle back around and I'd be normal again. You don't
1: need to afford food. And you don't get cold anymore, so you could, like, hang out outside at night. So, you don't need to spend that much money. So you can just spend all your time on Reddit catching up with the youths, <laughs> and then you won't be out of touch.
0: I'm just the one posting all of those. Ask Reddit. What about you know teens of today? Tell me about what, what your you life I've been is
1: like. <laughs> so many cat memes on my phone is for when I'm a vampire. So I have something to post online. Yeah,
0: I thought it was interesting that she talks about how she likes. Um, that there's sort of a, an aspect of vampires being, um, oh gosh, where is it? Uh, eternal observers of everything. They get to see it all and experience it all, every era, every time period, every change in technology, change in style, and change and in fashion. She liked an interview with a
1: vampire. I mean, that was a big theme in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, she also talks about um, a vampire, another quote that I liked, a vampire is so many things, a serial killer, a romantic, a historian, a drug addict. There's sort of all of these things in one. And I thought that was interesting, but I also thought it was interesting that she doesn't spend that much time on the girl's like historical place really. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about her backstory. Like when she says you don't know what I've done, it's like we, we don't really, really. Don't know. we know like one thing that she did. You know? By yeah. the end we know of three people that she's killed, but you assume she's killed more.
1: At least two of them deserved it. Yeah. The last one I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, th- in terms the, of the homeless guy. Yeah,
0: the homeless guy, I don't think. I don't think he deserved it. He was just sleeping outside. Well,
1: he could have done something we didn't see in the movie. I guess that's true. Like, it seemed like she only killed people who were bad in some way. Like... Ati never forced anyone to do anything against their will. Like, she was paid to do things by other people. I mean, even, our, like, Arash wasn't always great. Like, he sold drugs and stuff like that, but he wasn't murdered for that. True. I mean, Hussain was fine until he tied someone up and forced them to do drugs. Also true. Like, I don't see her murdering without any type of um, motive.
0: Yeah. But I also kind of thought of, it could be, like, that she is willing to not kill people that she has a, that she feels close to. You know? Because at first it did kind of seem like maybe she was going to kill Ati. And then she she didn't because they ended up being uh, friends. Yeah. Arash. And same with Arash. So it could just be like she kind of has crushes on these people or she feels a sympathy towards those. And that random guy she doesn't know. So it's like, well, I'm hungry, so he's here. So we're yeah. just going to do that. You know? It's hard to say for sure. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, she talks a lot about... She's seen all of these vampire movies. She's very familiar with it. But it, I I, did, I was kind of struck by that. But she sort of seems timeless. But there's not... For as much as um, Amapore talks about liking that aspect of it, you don't really see any of it. That's true. I guess she has like 80s stuff in her apartment. I don't think
1: it was a movie about her, though. I think it was a movie about Arash.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And so if it was a movie about her, we'd probably see more of her. Yeah. But I think she was more a character in his movie.
0: Yeah, I can kind of see that. I mean, he just doesn't have all of the information about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, 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 love the use of the chatter in this movie. I think it's the coolest thing. And apparently she tried on one, right? Yeah, and so this movie was very heavily inspired by a time
1: in which... Anna Lily Amaphore, tried on a cheddar, and she was like, this looks fucking badass. Not her actual words, but (laughs) um, general sentiment. was like, this looks really cool. Yeah. So she decided to make a movie inspired by that time she tried one on.
0: I love it, because I think that one of the things that a lot of modern vampire things don't do well is, like, there's a drama to a vampire, or there should be. And I think a lot of times people try to make them, like, very goth or, like, very... Rock and roll or like Yeah, because
1: you have like Buffy the Vampire Slayer where like Spike always wears his like floor length black leather trench coat. Yeah. Or you have know, Darla who has like the schoolgirl uniform and stuff like
0: that. But they don't blend in.
1: No, not at all. And then you have uh I guess the vampires in Interview with the Vampire like Lestat and uh um the other one. Yeah. Brad Pitt. I can't think of his name. I can't either. Um, I read the book too it's not just Brad Pitt but
0: um, (laughs) he's not Brad Pitt in the book
1: (laughs) he's not Brad Pitt in the book no Um, but the two of them always like change with the times and do blend in pretty well actually
0: yeah but they
1: usually have some sort of, like, dramatic flair.
0: Yeah, but I thought it was so cool to make something that is like, literally the same silhouette. Clothing. Yeah.
1: And you see someone wearing one later on in the movie. Like, not yeah. every woman wears one. No. Um, but you see a woman later wearing one that's white with flowers on it. Yeah. I kind of half expected that to be her, honestly. I did for a second
0: as well. I was like, oh, it's her. But it wasn't. It wasn't her. She can't be out during the daylight. So oh, that's true.
1: Well, I mean, if it covers her enough, maybe. I maybe. Maybe.
0: But yeah, but I thought it was so cool that they managed to do both the very classic look while still making it blend in into modern society. I thought that was awesome. And
1: I feel like the scene where he's wearing, like, his Dracula cape and she's wearing her cheddar, like, she's, like, the real deal and looks badass, and he has, like, a silly Halloween he costume going on. He looks
0: so on, dumb. He has those big stupid teeth one, in his like, mouth. Even he's
1: dressed as Dracula. Yeah. I also, like, he
0: introduces himself. He's like, I'm Dracula. And she's like, okay. Shut up. Get on my skateboard. Yeah. I did also like the use of the skateboard to make it kind of look like she was gliding around. I thought that was fun.
1: That was really fun. That was cool. I didn't even think about that. I just thought she looked badass.
0: She did look really badass. Apparently, it's super hard to skateboard in a chatter.
1: I believe that. Also, (laughs) it was so much so that the actual actress did not do it.
0: Yeah, no. um, uh, Anna Lily Amapore did. Yeah. Which is also cool. So she can make movies and write movies and also skateboard. In movies. Cruising around. Yeah. Looking dope. Um... And for as as unconventional as this movie is, I did kind of feel like there were a lot of... Like, it it felt sort of connected to other vampire lore in a lot of ways. I think it has to be, though. Like, unless
1: you have a completely original take on a vampire in which they, like, sparkle in the sunlight, Mm -hmm.
0: then it's going to be reminiscent of other vampire movies. It was almost, like, the most realistic vampire movie I've ever seen. Because they don't touch on things like she doesn't turn into a bat and she doesn't really have people under her thrall in like yeah. the church. like I guess the scene where they first meet and talk for the first time he's fucked up so that sort of has that same feeling of being like really susceptible to but he to was it. also
1: felt the same way towards uh, Shada
0: yeah true but maybe it's just more of like isn't it yeah Shada Isn't it basically kind of the same thing if someone is inexplicably drawn to you and feels amazing around you and you're a vampire who's mind bending them or if they're on ecstasy and they just want to like be near you and you're like, okay, come on, let's go back to my place, get on my skateboard, you know?
1: And she's like a little purposefully mysterious. So I think the idea of being attracted to mysteriousness is nothing new. Yeah. Um, But you're right. There's nothing supernatural about it.
0: No. And like, but she still does use like seduction. Sort of as a means of... Because, like, she doesn't actively try to seduce Said, She just knows he'll go along with it.
1: Yeah, she doesn't really actively... Like, I was reading the Wikipedia synopsis of this, and it excuses her of seducing people a lot. And it's like, she doesn't
0: do anything. She, she just sort of goes with people.
1: She just stands and watches Saeed, and he's like, let's go back to our my apartment, and she says okay.
0: I would say the most aggressive she is is when... Arash is like I want to sit down somewhere and she's like my apartment's close by we can sit down there which is like a line like that's a line but also
1: she doesn't like do anything
0: no they don't actually have sex or kiss even I don't think they even kiss in the whole movie I don't think they do he keeps trying to and she's like rejected "Mm." all the time (laughs) every kiss he went for he was turned. they're like no not today Um, but she does have the I think that there's an implication that she is psychically connected to that cat
1: I'm into it. I want to be psychically connected to that cat.
0: It's so cute. It's if you really could be cute. connected to any cat, it would be that cat. it
1: would probably be my cats.
0: True. That Which would are make also more sense. the
1: best cats.
0: They are very all good cats. cats are the best cats. Every cat's the best. Um, um, Amapur also talked in an interview about how cobras and cats were an inspiration for how she wanted Sheila Vant, who played the girl, to act when she was like in vampire mode. So I thought it was kind of cool that then there is a cat in there. So maybe like. She's got the cat traits, and there's the cat there, and there's, like, a cat bond.
1: Maybe they brought the cat on set to inspire the actress who played the girl, and then they just liked it enough and stuck it in the movie.
0: Maybe. It's a very talented cat. It was cat. an
1: acting coach turned actor.
0: <laughs> Incredible. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of, like, I feel like romance in vampire movies is just sort of always going to be there. As oh. much as people like talk shit about Twilight, which is deserved, I think Twilight is not a good series, but it's nothing new for someone to be falling in love with a vampire, you know, even in Dracula, there's an element of there's a
1: lot of attraction yeah in of like
0: sexual chemistry and like temptation. I think that's always kind of there because if you are you know if you if you can have people under your thrall, if you are this very mysterious, enigmatic sort of force, like people are into that, you know. Yeah. Ladies like vampires. Have we
1: done a vampire movie?
0: No, I think this is our first vampire movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you think that there's something kind of sexy about the idea of, like, living forever?
0: Yeah, and and being youthful. Exactly. And having, like, control over another person's life or death. You can make them like you or you can not make them like you. Also biting. If you turned into a vampire, would you turn Paul into a vampire? Yes. No question. Cool. I think Tim would want me to turn him into a vampire. Oh, Paul would, like, be psyched.
1: (laughs) I think it'd be a harder answer for him, but I think he'd say the same thing.
0: I don't know if I would let Tim turn me into a vampire or not. I guess if he was a vampire, I'd go for it. Because then we can hang out, you know? What if you had a vampire potion? And he didn't have to bite me? I would just turn into a vampire.
1: No, like, he wasn't a vampire, but you had the opportunity to become vampires together, or not at all.
0: Neither of you. I would want neither of us to be vampires so we could continue to eat Italian food. I really like Italian food. I don't think you understand how much.
1: Moving on. Yeah. At the same time, I do think there are a lot of differences.
0: There definitely are, yeah. It's a fresh movie. I
1: mean, again, you mentioned this earlier with the idea of, like, this is a very realistic vampire movie. Yeah. As
0: much as a vampire movie can be realistic. Right, I mean, she still eats people, but, you know, she doesn't turn into a bat. Yeah. So... And there's no, like, conversation
1: about her ever turning anyone either. No.
0: There's really no conversation at all. Well, there's no all. conversation in the
1: movie, but there's no reference to her even having the ability to turn anyone else into a vampire, but she also only hunts bad people that she wouldn't want to make vampires.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really articulate, like, how she became a vampire, what the feeding process is actually really like, what, like, how often does she crave, like, what is that situation like? Does she... She doesn't eat food, so she must only drink blood. Yeah. But... She has no, they don't talk about her being allergic to garlic or, I mean, she doesn't go out during the day, but. And I think
1: what I really like about this is in so many vampire movies, women end up with, like, the short straw. And it's just horrible. Like, in Dracula, it's all about turning women into, like romantic partners as vampires because he wants more women to surround him and whatever yeah like lucy and i don't remember the other one's name yeah um in interview with the vampire the only woman they really turn into a vampire is a five-year-old girl in the book i know she's like 13 in the movie Mm -hmm. um but she grows up and she has like the mind of a 40 year old a 50 year old in the body of a five-year-old girl which is so messed up and i think she ends up like, having them kill her because she doesn't want to live in this body anymore. Because yeah. she hates it so much.
0: Yeah. And then
1: you have, like, Twilight, where there's just, like, a really weird relationship there. I don't even...
0: Yeah, the whole child-adult... I don't even fully understand. Thing. I don't really know the details of that, but weird. But it's
1: weird, and it's all about Edward trying to, like, gain control of Bella. Yeah. And so, like, almost all vampire stories about a male vampire trying to get a woman and turn them and, like, turn them into their property. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's about a woman who's a vampire who's
0: killing the bad men of Bad City. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's clear even once, like, they decide to be in a relationship and leave together, like, he still knows she is the powerful one. Oh, yeah. She 100% has the power in that relationship. Yeah. And, like, he is is in the position where, like, he has to rely on the fact that his girlfriend isn't going to kill and eat him instead of you know which obviously abuse can go either way and that's it can. that's for but it is a different take on it and it didn't seem like an abusive relationship at all it no, seemed like but she it,
1: killed some people who did bad things and yeah. then he was like run away with me and she said okay and they ran away together
0: yeah yeah but i mean obviously you know it's still bad if the woman holds all of the danger power in a oh, relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, of still course. not healthy but it is something that we don't see very often
1: i which think is well, cool. i think there's a difference between being like a more powerful because, like, there are people who like to be, like, a more powerful and a more submissive roles in a relationship. Like,
0: yeah, and I don't think that he's in danger. But also, we don't know. We don't know for We sure. don't know her at all. We think that she only kills bad guys, but we only I see mean, her kill two people. She's had
1: a couple of opportunities in which she could have killed him very easily, and she True. didn't. True. It seems like he's safe. Like, he, she literally raises his head to expose his neck to her, and she's like, nah, I'm good.
0: Yeah. But I thought I thought it was interesting because this film got a lot of um, commentary for being very feminist, and one of the interviewers that I read an interview by asked uh, Amapur about that, and she said that she thinks that that kind of reflects the person watching it more than her, and that her goal was to do something, kind of show that, that things are not the way that they seem. And even the title, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, kind of inspires that, like, oh shit, is she okay? Yeah. But in the movie, like, she's fine. <laughs> it's all the men by themselves. Yeah. Worry. Like she's the dangerous one in Bad City. There's all these scary men around, and it's this little tiny girl. I mean, she's what? She's like 5'5"? Five, five? she's not she's, big. And five men. She's very really
1: skinny and yeah. like very kind of gaunt looking. Like she, she looks look young. super strong.
0: No. And she when she yeah. takes her chatter off, she looks older, but when she has it on, she looks very young. Young and yeah, frail and um and it's sort of that inversion of, yeah, instead of being the woman who's seduced by the vampire and led down this dark path, she's the one who's in charge yeah. of what's happening. And she's, you know, kind to the woman that she comes across and she's brutal towards the bad men that she comes across. I like it. It's kinda cool. Yeah.
1: And I feel like she scares the boy because she's saying, Don't be like these men.
0: Yeah. She's which is
1: pushing him on the screen. You've gotta him.
0: sometimes you gotta scream at a child and take their skateboard away. Yeah. You know? to be fair he abandoned his skateboard that's true she didn't like rip it out of his hands and run he was like this is not worth it and he left I i do feel like there are a lot of themes in this movie and i think one of them is that like nothing is what it seems type situation um and i think that kind of applies to a lot of the characters like arash looks very tough and cool and like his first intro is like that james dean type but like he is kind of a mess
1: and you have the same thing with saeed where he is like the tough guy with all the tattoos who's, like, a complete asshole to everyone around him. And he goes down so easily. Oh, my
0: God. He
1: gets destroyed. I mean, if you stick your finger in a mouth of a girl who has fangs that
0: just popped out, you are you're gonna not going to keep that finger. No. He's so stupid. Yeah. Which I feel like that is not a He was also on a, a lot of coke. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you are letting a strange woman with fangs into your apartment, don't do ten lines of cocaine in front of her. Because she'll eat you. And then stick your finger in her fanged mouth. Yeah. Bad decisions all around. Don't do that. Um, And even like Hussein, he like kind of wants. It seems like he wants his son to live a more traditional life, like meet a girl and like don't, you know, meet a girl whose family is good and critical. Yeah, it's like you're just begging Ati to like throw you something, and you can't even pay for it, and that's the arrangement that you've chosen to enter in. Yeah, like come on, dude, let it go. Let your son do what he wants. Um. And there's a lot of isolation in this. There's the crime. I think that part felt very Western to me. Which part? The, the like, isolation feel of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, every single person in this movie was alone for some reason or another. Like, yeah. you have Saeed, who pushes everyone away from him. You mm-hmm. have the father, who's alone because he does drugs. Or Rosh is alone because his dad is doing drugs. And... Um, he's not connected to the person who he works for. He doesn't really have any personal connections. Yeah. Um, the girls alone, beco- by choice, because she's a vampire, you know. You have um, Shada, who is the spoiled daughter, but her parents are gone. Like, they yeah. just left her home alone. Yeah. So, really, and even the boy. Like, when you see the little boy, every single time you see him, except for when he's dragging Arash to his dad's body, he's alone as well. Yeah,
0: and even Ati, who, also Ahti, like, the yeah. only close relationship, like... Saeed, when he's talking about her having kids, implies that he would have kids with her, kind of. It was weird. I felt but like, like more he was taunting her Sort something. of, or like, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll do, you know, whatever. But that's, like, the closest relationship she seems to have is either that or with Hossein, who is just a creepy old dude.
1: Or by the end with a girl.
0: Yeah, and it's sort of about those people coming together or if they're not able to open themselves up to that in a real way, then they die. But, yeah,
1: there really aren't any real relationships that you see in this movie Except for Arash and the girl, like, trying to form some sort of, I guess, romantic, but really it doesn't even feel that romantic most of the time. No,
0: so. it feels almost like it could just be a friendship, you know? Yeah. Mostly because she won't let him kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the crime angle. They are kind of all outlaws in their own way, which is That's another true. very Western idea. And you've got, like, your, you know, black hat gunslinger type and your good guy. And yeah. I think Arash is a little bit of a damsel. In this movie? He is. There's like the you know She saves him.
1: She kills the bad guy who is tormenting his family and when his dad becomes abusive to someone else, she
0: kills him too. Yeah. And Ati is like the good hearted sex worker. Yeah. Which is something that you see in a ton of westerns. Yeah, that's true actually. I didn't really think about that. I mean it kind of falls into all of those categories pretty neatly
1: yeah oh man that's cool
0: it is cool isn't it i didn't think about that i would almost say that this is more of a western than a horror movie
1: i think you're right and i didn't know that before watching it let's start
0: a new podcast about western movies we'll call it the yeehaw giddy up show sunday the (laughs) (laughs) yeeteenth oh we might have to workshop that name a little bit (laughs) stay tuned so, yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't have as much to talk about with this one because it's just sort of its own weird thing. And I love it about that. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's definitely a little bit harder to kind of draw those connections to some other stuff because it's not as tropey and it's completely different from some of the other stuff that we've done. But I think that's really cool and refreshing.
1: Yeah. I think it's uh, it was good to have a movie written by a woman, directed by a woman, starring a woman as the uh, hero. Yeah.
0: That was fun. I would definitely say you know don't go into it expecting a bloodbath or a super exciting action movie, but I check it out. You know, take a look at it. It's enjoyable and it's on Shutter if you have it. Yeah, and or you can buy it for like four dollars on yeah I Amazon it. if you don't. That's what I did too. But it's fun. Check, check it out. Um. So next week, what are we doing, Madeline? Um. We are going
1: to discuss the new very popular movie i've heard both good and bad things Same. about it but we're gonna talk about bird box Woo wear some blindfolds get your birds put them
0: in that box we're actually going to record the entire next episode with blindfolds on we will have to guess what is on our outline and we'll figure it out it's gonna be a lot of fun um, we're super excited about that um, love me some sandy bullock cannot wait who doesn't She's and great. it has a uh,
1: Sarah. Oh,
0: Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. And it has Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight. It has a really good cast. It has a great cast. And I I guess I've heard both good things and bad things. We're going to see. We're going to find out for you guys. No expectations. None whatsoever. But have a lovely couple of weeks. Yes. And we will talk to you soon. Be safe and we love you. Mwah.